welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. Everybody, welcome to episode 24 of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. This week is going to be a short one. I And I usually say that and I tend to go on a rant and there's a couple of things on here that might be rant worthy for me. So no promises. Um, it, it, the Instagram stuff, I only have two things to share, but they're going to take a little while. Um, but... With all the crap going on, apparently even geek stuff and uh, geek accounts and uh, movie accounts are getting political and posting their opinions. And I don't know if they're doing I'm a little cynical, so I want to say they're doing it for the for the clicks. Um, but I think a lot of them might be sharing their opinion, which is fine. I just if I wanted that kind of stuff, I'd follow political accounts and I'm following geek and movie accounts because I want geek and movie stuff or TV shows and stuff. But anyway, I guess technically I'm getting political there. Um, as pro- not promised, I said I was going to try and I did try, pulled it off last night, finally watched Freaky. And then, like I said, I have a couple of Instagram stuff that uh, I've saved to share with. So let's get right in, right on into it. Let's just... Oh, you know what? Actually, real quick, another thing. Uh, Recently, Mr. MF Doom passed away. For those that don't know, hip-hop artist. Um, I had heard about MF Doom for a while. Like, for a long time. I'm talking like, Jesus. Early 2000s? For a long, long time. Um, And I had always said, you know, I'm going to listen to his stuff. But I'm just like a lot of people. Like, I... The things that hit my radar, the things that are more popular per se, um, even stuff that because there's there's a stuff that's like super pop um, that you hear all over the place. And then there's stuff that's not quite popular in that sense, but it still gets talked about a lot within certain circles. And MF Doom is, I think, like at the bottom of that section Um and of course, there's the underground stuff that you find out later on. They made hits or whatever. But um, MF Doom was one of those like he along with like maybe the Tech Nines and 
the immortal technique. Um, not not very well, not super popular, but those in into hip hop um, knew of him. I just never actually listened to any of his music. And I have to say, ever since he passed, I was like, you know, and that's so unfortunate that a lot of us are like that. And a lot of that happens to a lot of artists and stuff that they pass away and people get into their stuff. Uh, a lot of people complain that that happened with Nipsey Hussle. That wasn't until he passed away that people were finally like, hey, you know what? We need to we need to pay attention um, or should have paid attention while he was alive. Anyway, MF Doom is another one for at least for me. Um, and I so I made it a point to go back and listen to I went on Spotify and found his his, you know, profile or whatever and hit play. And I took it off shuffle and just whatever his more popular songs were, I was going to listen to him in that order. And I have to say, I'm really bummed out that it took me this long to to listen to him. I'm a pretty big hip hop fan. I'm going to say that's probably my number one favorite music. I listen to a lot. I listen to hip hop, regular rap um pop music country last night i was outside with my cigar and a, a scotch and listening to aaron lewis's albums country even though cinda says it's not country um metal rock soft rock classic rock like my blues jazz like my my type of music is all over the place like i could name you artists and songs from a lot of genres that my number one favorite song of all time is Moonlight Sonata, um, which is a classical piece. Um, so my, my taste is all over the place. But anyway, if I had to pick one, like one of those desert island, you can only take one form of music with you type thing, it would probably be hip hop. Um, um, so... I was bummed out that I, I hadn't made it a point to listen to his stuff. If you're into hip hop, the best way I can describe it is that he has the cadence and delivery kind of like Guru from. Um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting the name. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I am forgetting their name. One of the bigger groups in hip hop. Let's see if I can look it up while I talk, which I'm not very good at. Um, but he's got Guru's delivery. Um, he has a little bit of um, Guru from Gangstar. Jesus Christ, I can't believe I forgot that. Um, he's got a little bit of Old Dirty Bastard in there. Um, oh, there was somebody else that I was comparing him to. He he's got that that style. He, he's he, I believe, grew up or was born in New York. He's got that that style, that East Coast style. Um, he's got some great rhyme schemes, like very technical hip hop um, lyricist. So if you haven't already, go check out his music. If you have, um, you already know. You might like him, you might not, but I I fell in love with it. I'm going to be listening to a lot of mo a lot more of MF Doom. Um, so that's that. Uh, moving on to the movies, like I said, I watched Freaky. Um, oof, where to begin with this movie? Um, I 
<laughs> I sat when we watched it. I sat there for a couple of minutes afterwards. We Cindy and I started talking about it. And I should have recorded what we were talking about, but um, we were talking about the movie and we looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes and tried to get some more information so that we could and fully analyze or whatever. And um, we, or she said out loud, she looked it up, and that apparently on Rotten Tomatoes, Freaky has an 83% from critics and an 80% from the audience. And um, on a lot of the Instagram accounts that I follow, same thing, uh, a bunch of places were giving it good reviews. And so I sat there when, when we finished the movie ranting and maybe not ranting but just going on and on saying it over and over again like i i'm i'm living i'm in a parallel universe i'm in some weird other dimension or parallel universe this can't be this cannot be real life this movie does not deserve the the praise that it's getting like at all it is it Okay, this is the final thought that I had. When I was watching it, I was like, this movie, when it started, I was like, the movie's not that bad. It pays a lot of homage, homage, whatever, however you pronounce it. Um, it, it. It does a lot of fan service, which I've been a big fan of lately, especially after Marvel and Endgame and stuff like that. Um, it does a lot of, Cobra Kai, I talk about that a lot. Uh, it does a lot of fan service. It if you like horror movies, it it's giving you all the old stuff that that we love about the classic horror movies, the sla- more the slasher films, not the monster films, and definitely not the haunted films. Um, it gives it, it as a fan of that the slasher flicks. It gives you a lot of the stuff that you that you know and love. Um, you can clearly see that they're they're giving their little nod, their little thank you or, you know, whatever to um, Friday the 13th, Michael Myers, uh, Halloween, uh, Scream. It, it's, it screams, Scream, pun intended. Sorry, really bad joke. Um, it, you, you get all of that. And uh, even Cinder was saying that it has a heavy um, hot chick vibe. This is an old movie for for a lot of you with Rob Schneider and uh, Rachel McAdams, but it's a body swap movie. But clearly, that, that it's it's taking from Freaky Friday, which is probably where they get the the name from. I'm I'm assuming. Um, so it does it does all that stuff at the beginning, which is great. You're like, okay, cool. Early on, I gotta say that the the camera work was really bugging me, and Cinda pointed out that it almost seemed like it was shot as a tv show and then they just edit it all together and made it into a movie and it really does seem that way because if, if you pay attention tv show cinematography is different from film from movies and there might be a reason for that i'm not that technical i don't know but that was bugging me um the story was not progressing very well vince vaughn me personally i'm not a big fan of in comedy he's not bad but for me, I'm not a big fan of him in comedies. I really, really enjoy him in serious roles when he played um, the main, I want to say, bad guy in True Detectives Season 2. Um, 
when he played the cop in The Cell with Jennifer Lopez. Loved him. I think he does great. But as comedy, I'm just not a big fan. Um, so that was one thing. I forget the girl's name, but she's from The Society. Uh, not that it's relevant, but she's a cute girl. Like having her on screen makes sense. She's a cute girl. Um, but acting wise, she's not bad, but there's nothing like they, I didn't put any blame on her really, because I think it's the way that she was written, whatever, whatever they gave her on script. I think she pulled off. Well, I think it's just the writing and directing that were just bad. The, the writing I think is bad. The, the cinematography I think is bad. The directing I think was bad. Just, it just does, it didn't feel it, it if this movie had come out when Vince Vaughn was at the peak when like the wedding crashers era when he was just at the peak of his career I think it would have done better I'm well I can't even say done better because apparently the critics love it but I think it would have and it would have done even better than it did if instead of 80 percent 83 percent would have had like a 95 or something but um I, I don't get it. I don't understand how this... Maybe it's that's just me out of touch. Maybe I'm just that old and decrepit now that my sense of humor is just like, no, it, it doesn't... Like, the jokes in it aren't that great. I We actually made it a point. Uh, Cinder was so hung up on the hot chick thing that when we went to bed, we put on hot chick, the hot chick. And I laughed out loud more re-watching the hot chick than I did watching freaky and freaky some people might be like well freaky's not a comedy it's it's supposed to be a slasher horror movie it's no they they were touting this as a scary comedy they didn't literally say that but that's everything that i saw that's what it seemed maybe i misunderstood maybe but to me it was being pushed as like a scary comedy which i was really looking forward to because I can't think of very many movies that have really done that. You can t argue the scary movie franchise, but those are more parodies of scary movies. This is supposed to be a slasher film with some deep comedy in it, which they tried to do, but I don't believe they pulled off. I don't think Vince Vaughn pulls off comedy that well, especially not when he's the only one. When he was side-by-side uh, -side with Owen Wilson and the wedding crashes and stuff like that, I barely believed it, but... It just doesn't work for me. I no, I I don't, and that's what I was gonna say. It it started off okay. I, I had high hopes for it. I was really looking forward to seeing it. And then when it started, I'm like, okay, it's doing. And then it just got a little bit worse. And then by the end, I was like, okay, I'm thank thankfully it's over. Like not that great. And then I saw the reviews and stuff, and that's when I lost my shit. I'm like, I hate this movie now because I expected a lot, and then to have people say that it's good just it hit a nerve i'm like no i hate this movie now i it's one of those movies that now when people talk about it oh did you see for yeah i saw that piece of shit and i don't ever want to hear about it ever again because it got my hopes up let me down to a certain extent but then people supposedly love it i just don't get it i don't understand how people can understand. and cinda had a good idea she's like well you should get your nephew and younger you know younger people that you know and have them watch it and then have a little group discussion to see maybe. I'm, and she's right. Maybe I'm just that out of touch because I don't get it. 
I don't get it whatsoever. And Rotten Tomatoes is really interesting because that that reminded me of when I saw Transcendence with Johnny Depp. I actually enjoyed the movie. It wasn't fantastic. I've seen better um, versions of that the similar of a similar story, but um, I remember reading the reviews, and these were top critics saying that it was so stupid that Johnny Depp's character is a really bad villain, and but and I'm like, whoa, bro, he's not a villain in that movie. How the hell are you, this well-known critic? Saying that he played a horrible villain when he's not even playing a villain. Like how you can't your your review of this movie shouldn't even count because you didn't even know what the story was. I don't I don't get it. And honestly, that's part of the reason that I've decided to do this because there's a lot of stuff that I agree or to agree, but in a different sense or disagree with. Like my rant about uh, Quentin Tarantino. I don't understand why people love him so much. I really don't. I hate, absolutely loathe entirely, like the Grinch. Uh, fucking Tim Burton. I, it boggles my mind that people enjoy his shit as much as they do. But that's my opinion. So that, again, maybe I'm the idiot. I don't know. But as for my money, it, Freaky is not a good movie. Um, if somebody's into slasher movies and stuff like that, I I might say, you know what, give it a, give it a shot. Just know that it, it go in expecting that it's not the best slasher film. It's not the best comedy. Is it a decent, th- there you go. If you want, uh, a slasher move, slasherish movie, slasher movie, sorry, um, with comedy in it. I l- absolutely love Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Go back and watch that. That is amazingly done. Great movie. Great story. It's a po- like the parts that are ridiculous. They're supposed to be ridiculous because they're making fun of the scenario, but it still has the slasher, gory death scene stuff like that. It it's a great, great movie. And with that bar set. Freaky is even worse. I I I need to come up with a rating system. I this one guy that I follow on uh, on Instagram, he's hilarious, and I'm not gonna find his stuff right now that I'm looking for. Oh, there he is, Ral Ral O Boykins, R A L L O B O Y K I N S. Ral O Boykins, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's got awesome reviews. I don't always agree with him, but the way that he does it is really fun and cool. He has this system where he gives it like a nod if it's good, two nods if it's really good, and then like a mean mug, like he makes a face when he doesn't like it. I need to come up with something like that for my personal reviews because I can tell you like right now, let's back when I, believe it or not, I actually used to have a Twitter account where I was doing like mini movie reviews. And what I used to do then was I would go in like on the five-star rating system. Like, of course, one is just bad. Two is like, eh, not, I don't, I kind of wish I didn't watch it, but it's not completely horrible. Three is like, eh, I could do with or without it. Four is like, yeah, that was pretty good. And five was like, holy shit, that's amazing. This one, honestly, I'd probably say a two because I'm not, it's definitely not a three. Or it might have been a three if I had just been let down by the hype and then just watch it and that was it it probably would have been a three but it's definitely a two at least because of the hype 
that it's supposed to be so great. And because Tucker and Dale and Evil versus Evil are is out there, Evil Dead is another one that's great comedy and and horror. Um, because those movies are out there, I, I'm tempted to make it a one, but I think I'm just doing that out of spite because I'm so angry at how bad it was and the critics loving it so much. I'm going to leave it at a two. I could have done without it. Like if I had known what I know now, I would have been like, no. But the only reason I'm not making it as a, a one is, like I said, one, it's out of spite. And two, um, sorry, hold on. Oh, my computer, my screensaver turned on, and I want to make sure it didn't pause the recording. Um, it's probably more out of spite, and in the slasher film movie comedy, I, I'd say give it a shot because you might like it even though I didn't. So for that reason, I'm going to leave it at a two out of five stars. That's my rant. I'm going to try to shut up now. We're about 20 minutes in. I said I was going to keep it short, but I'm failing miserably. All right, real quick. Um, I, I, I keep pushing this, and, and I'm not – this is just my personal opinion. I'm not – this isn't a promotion from the accounts that I mentioned. This is honestly just me saying this is what I follow. This is where I get it from. Um, Filmpedia, F-I-L-M-P-Y-D-I-A, in case you guys want to look it up. Filmpedia, like encyclopedia, but film. Anyway, um, they're the ones that have been doing the best actor, best actress, um, best Christmas movie, that bracket type voting thing. And I've been a sucker for it. They did the best best movies of 2020. Uh, They have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Minari, Another Round, Tenet, The Gentleman, Mangrove, The Five Bloods, First Cow, Mank, Soul, The Devil All the Time, Nomadland, Trial of the Chicago 7, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, Promising Young Woman, and Sound of Metal. Um, Go check it out because I I don't want to get too in-depth with this, but I'm really surprised that... In the bracket where Tenet is, it was Tenet, Another Round, Minari, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And apparently Tenet, to most people, is better than all those movies. Which, I haven't seen all of them. But from what I've heard, I'm, I find that surprising because Tenet was kind of like almost 50-50. Um, but there's that. And then uh, in the bracket where Soul is, Soul... As of right now, beat out Mank, which I'm really surprised. And Nomadland is getting a lot of good reviews. And Nomadland beat out The Devil All the Time, which is also getting some decent reviews. But then Soul beat Nomadland. And then in the bottom bracket, Sound of Metal is leading. So as of right now, it was Tenet versus The Gentleman and Tenet won. And then Soul versus Sound of Metal and Soul won. So the final bracket is Tenet or Soul for best movie of 2020, which I find crazy that Soul is doing that well because it's I know it's Pixar. Pixar does really well. I love Pixar's movies, but best movie of 2020 with that list and then beating Tenet. I don't know. I'm going to have to make it up. I, I was going to watch it anyway, but I'm going to have to really make it a point to watch it. Um Filmpedia, go check them out. See if you can vote for the last one and see what you think. Check out their other ones; they're pretty. They're pretty cool. 
Um, and this last one is from Fil- Filmpedia as well. And this is where I might go on a rant. I'm telling you, I'm warning you right now. We're 23 minutes in, probably less with, um, it's probably more like 20 minutes with the editing that I'm going to have to do at the beginning. This is probably going to be a long rant. I'm going to try not to, but I can't promise anything because on Filmpedia, they made a post, which movie have you watched a thousand times but still enjoy watching? I am going to put my phone down because this might take a while and I'm going to try to get comfortable. What movie have I seen a thousand times and still enjoy watching? There's a few. There's quite a few. I had a tendency, especially when I was single as a Pringle. There was quite a few movies that I did that with. Um, Endgame, I've seen God knows how many times at this point. I still enjoy watching it. Um, the One of the ones that pops into my head, The Matrix, I saw God knows how many times. The original and the sequels, but mainly the original. Bat, the Batman series, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, I've seen tons of times. Still enjoy. But the one that pops out the most... Which is funny because, real quick, if you guys haven't done if you like movies as much as I do and you haven't already done it, go to a, a website called Flickchart. Flickchart.com. It's a really cool little setup where they give you two movies. And if you haven't seen one, you click that you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen either, you click that you haven't seen either. But if you've seen both movies, you pick which one of the two you prefer better. And it's really difficult sometimes because they'll put like a classic movie like, I don't know, Casablanca. And then they'll put like um, Home Alone. And you're like, they're not even they're not even the same. That's the point. If you had to pick for whatever reason, one or the other, which would you pick? And after you do this a while, you end up with your top 20 movies of all time, which I thought was so from a movie buff. I, I geeked out. I've done it. I've, I haven't kept up with it lately, but I I used to spend sometimes almost an hour doing that, just picking movies and having the discussion in my head. And then poor Cindy, I'd have the discussion with her. Like, well, this one because this, but this one because that. Ah, damn it, I'm going to pick this one. And even she would be like, what? You pick that over? It, it it becomes, for movie buffs, like I said, it becomes really interesting. It's It's a good conversation starter. Anyway, this movie I don't think is on... That list, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think it's on my top 10, but um, seven, I have seen a ridiculous number of times. Like, I'm not exaggerating when it's easily in the hundreds. And I know the question, there was probably like a thousand times, but honestly, no, I think a thousand would be too much, but it might be close because there was a time and I'm talking about maybe a year and a half, if not more, where I put that movie on almost every single night to fall asleep to, which I guess technically doesn't count because I didn't watch the whole thing. There are times where I could put on a movie and I'm out before the credits even, the beginning credits even end or the first five minutes. Um but that, that movie is what I would fall asleep to. Like, I just absolutely adore that fucking movie. Um, I'd, Morgan Freeman is great in it. Brad Pitt is great in it. Um, oh, I'm going to forget his name. Oh, Jesus. I want to say Joe Pesci for some stupid reason. Why do I have Joe Pesci in my head? Um, 
I know who I know exactly who it is, but I just cannot get his name to come out of my mouth. Ow, that hurt. Um, and you got some of you are probably screaming it at me right now. Oh my God, the the guy that plays a villain. Anyway, um, he's great in it. Uh, I love David Fincher. There's been like maybe two of his movies. You probably have heard me say this before, but there's like maybe two of his movies that. I just can't sit through for some reason, and it's not that they're bad. It's just maybe it's the way that it's paced. I just my brain starts to shut off, um, and it, which is really dumb because I I enjoy the like serial killer movies and stuff, and it's David Fincher, so it's two reasons to like it. But Zodiac, I cannot seem to get through for, for some stupid reason. Anyway, um, seven, I. Watch that movie God knows how many times I could put it on right now, put my phone down and just watch the whole thing. I know how it ends, which for a lot of movies, for me anyway, if I already know the end, I'd, I can't really watch the movie because I already know the, the suspense and the build up like us, not signs. Uh, what's the M. Night Shyamalan movie? The first one. Um, I see dead people. Oh, my God. I'm forgetting every name of everything right now. The Sixth Sense. Jesus Christ. Um, once you know that for me, once I know the end of that movie, I, the, watching the whole movie again, maybe now that I haven't seen it in years, because there's going to be stuff like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I have a shitty memory. Um, but Seven's not one of them. I've seen, I've seen it probably maybe a month ago. I know the end, and I'll still sit there and watch it. There's just something about the, whole, the progression of it that I can still enjoy it thoroughly. And I still can't remember the guy's name. He came out in The Usual Suspects and American Beauty, which I love both movies. And I can't remember his name. Anyway, try to keep that one short. I probably failed. But all right, this episode, I'm going to call it quits before I start ranting about something else. And I have no idea what I have planned for next week. I'll see what else is out there that's new-ish. Uh, the Queen's Gambit is supposed to be really good. I might start watching that. Um, what else is out there? I can't think of much else. So I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Maybe I'll listen to some music, um, a movie. I don't know. Let me, guys, I would really love to get some feedback, to uh, throw some suggestions at me, things that you were more interested in. Like, hey, you know what? It's cool when you do this, but uh, this other stuff is even better. Hey, I'll, I'll tailor it as best as I can to your guys' suggestions. So you let me know. Um, other than that, guys, especially with all this crap going on, I don't want to get into it. But, guys, please be good to each other. Start there. We can figure the rest out together. Please, please, please be good to each other. Try not to get caught up in it. Have a great week. Love you guys. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to linktree that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash moat the number nine 
where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, etc., whatever. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on. And as always, thank you for listening. Please be good to each other. Love you guys. Mm-hmm.